0: Hi there. I'm Nicole Gilbert and you've joined the Stop Scrolling Start Sewing podcast. Are you new to sewing and want to start quilting but have no idea where to begin? Each Wednesday join me as I share the ins and outs of that quilt life. If you don't have a sewing machine, have no idea how much fabric you need, or you're just trying to figure out where the heck to stick that bobbin, this is the podcast. Hey folks, Nicole here and welcome to episode 60 of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Today we are chatting all about quilt shows, but first a quick reminder. Before we dive in, I just wanted to drop a quick reminder that our podcast thrives on reviews by amazing listeners like you. Positive reviews allow this podcast to reach more new listeners, which in turn allows me to create more and more episodes, so head on over to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review today. Okay guys, so in the last episode, we chatted about quilt retreats, and I had my little breakdown about Quilt Market being canceled which got all of you curious about what the heck happens at Quilt Shows. So here we are, chatting about Quilt Shows. And don't you worry, I already booked my tickets to Spring Market and QuiltCon Phoenix. So, let's get chatting about Quilt Shows. I love Quilt Shows. Now, last week, um, in the last episode, episode 59... Uh, So if you haven't listened yet, you can go back and listen to that one. But episode 59, I mentioned that Quilt Market was canceled. Now, International Quilt Quilt Market is part of or the precursor to International Quilt Festival. Now, International Quilt Festival is an amazing quilt show uh, open to all quilters and it's so informative there's so many wonderful classes to take so many amazing uh designers and company owners to meet um and just i mean the shopping is unreal uh, um, but it's pretty great now quilt market happens the week before quilt festival and quilt market is like a quilt show but only for people who work inside the industry Uh, And I was really, really excited to go, and now I'm super bummed that Quilt Market is canceled. However, International Quilt Festival is going on. So um, I am a little later in the show going to kind of break down some of the biggest uh, quilt shows uh, that you might come across. So uh, if you're interested in attending, uh, keep an ear out, all right? So, let's get started with what exactly is a quilt show a quilt show is like a convention for quilters so there is all sorts of things at a quilt show there's usually a very large gallery of finished quilts and you will be blown away by some what some of your fellow quilters are making um because I mean, quilting is an art, and in the gallery, you will find just the most beautiful quilts that you've ever seen. Uh, new techniques that you didn't know about that you're just like, oh my gosh, now I must try it. Um, new, different types of actual quilt styles. Uh, there's usually some sort of cultural inflection or theme from pop culture to uh, reproduction. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of, of what. Uh, it can be inspired by. I want to say in 2019, uh, the gallery had, at International Quilt Festival, had quilts and then cosplay costumes that went with it. Like, really cool. So there was, like, two different types of sewing. So you had, like, really cool costume garment sewing happening and then really cool quilt happening. And it was just really I mean, I don't know how many times I could say really cool, but it was really cool. It was like epic level. But there will be a huge gallery for you to just kind of walk through and just uh, be immersed in the art and and see how every, like all these different artists interpret with fabric. It's really uh, worth seeing uh, at a quilt show. It's probably my favorite part of a quilt show. Well, there's also a lot of shopping. I'll get there in a minute. But it's probably my favorite part of a quilt show. Besides that, there's usually a bunch of lectures at a quilt show. And those lectures can include so many different things. Um, you know, and lectures are are just like lectures that you would get at like a quilt guild. So they're like 45 minutes to an hour. They're exploring all different topics uh, different techniques, um, and just different, diff- just, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of like what I could think of from the top of my head. So at the upcoming Phoenix Quilt Con, there's a lecture about uh, quilting and indigenous peoples, which sounds just crazy enough to be like amazingly interesting. Um, there's one all about sashiko quilting, so the actual, that stitch style, Uh, there's one about, and I'm just like rattling this off the top of my head now. Um, there's a lot of, at QuiltCon, there's a lot of like diversity inclusion type things. Um, at International Quilt Festival, there's a lot more of like very specific techniques. So there's English paper piecing, there's foundation paper piecing, uh, there's, there's a lot of different lectures for pretty much everything you could possibly think of. There's probably a lecture for that. And so you can register to sit on all of these different lectures. In addition to lectures, there's also workshops. So you can choose instead of sitting in on, you know, four different 45 minute lectures you can go to a three or six hour workshop that's just like a hands-on workshop that you would take through your local quilt shop or Quilt guild. So you can actually physically sit down and learn a new technique or make a new project. And the really cool thing about quilt shows is a lot of times, and this will also depend on uh, the scale of the quilt show itself. So like quilt con international quilt festival these are like the two biggest ones in the united states they will have celebrity instructors so you know i learned to english paper piece from tula pink i know it was crazy um i i like died and went to heaven but these are the types of things that you can experience at quilt shows on top of that there is a huge vendor section. Just like any other convention, there's booths on booths upon booths of all different things from fabric to patterns to sewing notions, interesting new gadgets, and all sorts of crazy things, and rulers and thread. Um, and like every company is represented. And it's really, really cool. Some quilt festivals even have like um, sewing machine dealers there, and so you can try out a long arm machine. You can try out that new Bernina just hit, that just hit the market. You can try all those things like right there. It's I I just I just love quilt shows so much, guys. So that's kind of what a quilt show is. It's a huge convention with a gallery and vendors, and learning opportunities, okay? So, pretty stinking cool. So, how do you find a quilt show? So, first, there's like four really big quilt shows in the United States. I mentioned QuiltCon and International Quilt Festival. QuiltCon moves. It's annual, It's and it's kind of late winter, early spring. Uh, this upcoming QuiltCon is is in February, and it's being hosted in Phoenix, Arizona. I will be in attendance, so if you're planning on attending QuiltCon, uh, shoot me an email, nicole at nicolegilbertquilts.com. I love meeting people at quilting festivals. It's a lot of fun, Um, but I'll get to all of that in a minute. Um, But So that's QuiltCon. International Quilt Festival happens twice a year. In the fall, in October, it's always in Houston. That's the one that just got canceled, and I'm super sad about. Uh, well, actually, quilt internet. I have to keep keep putting this caveat: International Quilt Festival is still on. So, if you're interested in attending, it is the last week in October in Houston. Okay, it is not canceled. What's canceled is the uh, is the quilting professionals portion of it that part is canceled the regular international quilt festival is still going on okay then in the spring there's another iteration of it and that one moves and so this upcoming year so 2022 it will be in salt lake city in april so keep that in mind if you're interested in attending that one uh then there's the great wisconsin quilt show um, which is obviously in Wisconsin. And then there's the World Quilt Show, which is in New England. And that one's also really cool. That one's kind of like a hybrid between International Quilt Festival and QuiltCon. So QuiltCon is actually uh the official quilt show of the Modern Quilters Guild. So it has definitely, obviously, a more modern flair to it. Where the International Quilt Festival, while there is definitely modern things there because they do encompass everything at International Quilt Festival, you will also be able to find more traditional aspects um, of quilting at uh, International Quilt Festival. So keep that in mind if you're thinking about maybe attending one. They do draw a slightly different audience. Uh, Where the World Quilt Show kind of does a little bit of everything. Uh, which is kind of cool too and that one is in New England so those are like the four big ones but I'm telling you there are quilt shows everywhere literally everywhere Um, if you google how to find a quilt show uh, there are websites dedicated just to listing out all the quilt shows and usually there's like 50 of them happening Um, At any given time, like not a day, obviously, but like if you look, go to the website, there's usually about 50 that are listed, uh, either upcoming or in the not so distant future. Um, And so there's an awesome one in Paducah, Kentucky. Um, There's a great one in Atlanta. Um, I'm trying to think. A lot of different quilt guilds will put together a quilt show um, on a, mi- on like a minor level, sometimes there's quilt shows in, a, in addition to state fairs, uh, because there is a, usually a large, um, quilt submission portion of a state fair. So there can be quilt shows attached to that. So there's all different scales of them. Those four, th- <coughs> excuse me, th- that I use by name, um, those are like big ones, But there's a lot of smaller ones um, available for you as well. You just have to go online and you can find them pretty easily. Um, So what can you expect at a quilt show? One, um, while there's a lot of people who go in pairs with a friend, uh, there's also a lot of people who go by themselves. I go by myself. I love quilting. Um, I have a lot of friends in the industry Uh, A lot of people I like to meet up with, however, um, I don't have, like, a person to share a hotel room with, eat, sleep, and drink next to, you know what I mean? I don't have that kind of person, and so I go by myself, and that's why I was saying earlier, I was like, if you're going to QuiltCon, like, drop me an email, I will totally have a drink or meet you at a booth or... Help you figure out what sewing machine you want. Like, I I am here for it. Like, when I go to, especially these bigger quilt shows that are several days long, that's the other thing that I skipped, uh, QuiltCon and International Quilt Festival are several days long. Could you do the quilt floor in a day? Sure. But then you're probably not going to do any of the lectures or the workshops and vice versa. You can't do everything. In one day. So I actually go to, like, I'm going to QuiltCon for f- all four days. And so I'm going to take some lectures, I'm taking some workshops, and then I will be visiting the floor in between all of those things. Um, and it's just more leisurely for me. And then, you know, as I bump into people or I, you know, stop by their booths, I'm able to, you know, chat and do the, I'm not under any pressure. Uh, But then again, you know, this is, like, literally my life. So maybe you're not as crazy as I am. And that's totally okay. Uh, But uh, I will say it's a chatty group. So while you're standing in line, uh, have a smile on your face and be open to conversations because you'll be amazed at the people that you get to meet. Um, I have, like, quilty crushes and, like, I'm a quilty fangirl. But in the grand scheme of the world, quilting celebrities are not necessarily Brad Pitt. So they are actually willing to sp- speak to you. And I've made a- some really great friendships um, along the way with some of my favorite quilters that I now can call friends, which is really stinking cool. Um, okay, what should you bring with you? First of all, comfy shoes. Okay, um, I think one of the best things I've read is like right on the International Quilt Festival um, website, it says fashion ends at the ankle. And it's so true. Like, wear sneakers. Um, wear sneakers because it's a lot of walking. It's International Quilt Festival is at the Houston Convention Center and it's massive, absolutely massive. Um, And you're just going to be walking and walking and walking and standing all day long. There are little rest areas, um, little suites to sit in uh, and charge your phone and whatnot. But um, for the most part, you're going to be on your feet. So be comfortable. Okay? Bring something to carry all your stuff in. Now, you're not allowed to bring rolly bags to most quilt shows. I know that sounds so extra, but oh my gosh. Um, I usually um, save a lot of my shopping, again, this is so sad, for quilt market because, uh, you know, wholesale and all that nonsense. But at traditional quilt shows, I usually purchase quite a bit. I purchase notions that I want to try out and share with you guys. I purchase patterns for, you know... New things that are, like, barely hitting the market. Because you'll also have the first crack at everything, especially at the bigger quilt uh, shows. Because that's kind of like, it's like their red carpet. And so, you know, fabric lines are debuted. Patterns are debuted. Notions are brought to market for the first time. Uh, So it's really the fastest way to get like brand new stuff which is really really cool and also it'll be demonstrated right in front of you so like there's no guesswork there's no like hmm that seems interesting I'm intrigued but I don't really know how to use it so I don't know if I want to spend money on it they will use it in front of you you'll know you want to spend money on it and you'll spend the money on it you know it's that kind of thing (coughs) pardon me um but I would definitely suggest, even though you can't bring a rolly bag, bring some sort of comfortable bag. I bring, like, a backpack or, uh, like, one of my Buy Annie's Ultimate Travel Bags, which is, like, a mm, small duffel kind of a thing, uh, but still able to be worn, like, crossbody, like you don't look like a crazy person for wearing it, um, to carry all all my swag. So uh, you'll want to do that. Also, if you have like quilty things, so like me and my Bianis, you guys know how I love making my bayani bags. I use bayani bags for everything while I'm there, just because I'm like, I made this. I am here with my people. I am surrounded by thousands of my people. Do you want to check out my stuff? If you've made a quilt coat, if you've embroidered some cool stuff, like this is the time to show off. Because everybody there is going to love it. Like, I guarantee if you wear your quilt coat and you're standing in line, people will come over and ask you about it. People will take pictures of it. Like, it's just fun. It's so fun to be in a room of other people who just genuinely love the same thing that you love. I'm geeking out, guys. I'm geeking out. I'm so excited about this topic. Okay. So what should you plan to do? Again, I touched on this a little bit because you know me. I ramble. I re- i swear to God, guys, I really do create a full outline for every single episode. And then I start talking. And this is what happens. I'm now, like, referencing my outline. And it's just hilarious because I'm like, I talked about that already. Um, I definitely suggest if you have the time and the availability to at least visit a quilt show over two days that way it will allow you to take in a few lectures and or workshops as well as shop the worst thing I like I like the fact that I can then leave and go to lunch and not think oh my gosh I'm wasting an hour right now and that will happen if you go for one day because you're like oh my gosh there's just too much to see there's too much to do Or you'll really be, like, in a Sophie's Choice kind of a situation. What do I do? What can I prune from the list? Um, And I, I mean, I obviously am just obsessive about it all. But don't put yourself in that situation if you don't have to. If you have to, like, by all means, boo-boo, like, do what you want to do. Cram it all in. Go for half a day. Leave. Whatever. Totally fine. Also, Side note, and I'm just thinking about myself because of my life situation, um, kids are usually not allowed. Um, they are allowed at some shows on the vendor's floor, but not usually inside the workshops or the lectures, um... Usually I think it's only like breastfeeding children are allowed inside the lectures. Anything beyond that is not. They'll be allowed on the floor, but like you'll expect to buy like a full price ticket for them to enter. So that is a planning thing. But it also, for me, it's like, ah, this is like a weekend away. This is like my vacation. Um, And it's kind of nice, you know, kind of nice to have nothing but adult conversations about ourselves and be self-absorbed because- Uh, Such a large portion of the quilting community are women um, that have children that, you know, are going through various stages of life. And it's just nice to be on your own. Um, So how can you participate in a quilt show? Uh, One of the biggest ways to participate in a quilt show is to submit a quilt for the gallery. and depending on the quilt show, you might get accepted, you might not. Uh, and that's totally okay. You'll learn a lot too. I have submitted to quilt shows many, many times. I've only been accepted twice. So, and I mean, I think that that's a pretty normal thing uh, for a lot of quilters, Um You'll hear some of the most amazing quilters in the wrong world and say like I've never been accepted or I've been accepted once or twice. Uh, but what I think is amazing is that especially at the bigger quilt shows, they'll send you back why you weren't accepted. And for me, it's like invaluable information for me as a to hone my craft. So I get that information. I'm like, oh okay. This is where I'm weak. This is a technique I need to work on. This is what they would have preferred to see. I should work on that. Uh, which is really cool. And it's like, okay, so this is like an actual professional's opinion. Cool. Um, also, it's subjective. Totally subjective. So if you are just like, no, that thing was the bomb.com, submit it another time. Submit it to a different show. Submit it to the same show next year. It's um, It's subjective. What one judge doesn't like, another will love. Usually, like, the, the technical stuff is pretty, you know, is is pretty much the same. But a lot of it is subjective because it is art. So keep that in mind. Uh, but that's one way to, to participate. Another way to participate is I know QuiltCon uses volunteers. So I volunteer every year. And... Uh, you don't have to volunteer a ton. You can volunteer, like, three hours. Again, this is why it, it can be so beneficial to go over several days um, because they'll just tell me, like, what's my time slot. And honestly, the volunteers, we're handing out lanyards. We're opening and closing doors. I mean, it's not difficult work by any means. Um, but it it allows uh, the, the show to keep running and he usually gets a fun little swag and stuff. So I always volunteer, and you'd be amazed at the people that you meet on the volunteer floor. It's pretty cool, and I think everyone just kind of does it at this point. Like, it's like a pay-it-forward kind of a thing, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and last but not least, guys, so some of you, I know there's, I have a great amount of students um, who are like, I'm here, I'm learning, but I'm not really going to participate because I don't want to put myself out there kind of a thing. And I get it. I know that I've heard this when I've spoken about guilds. Um, You know, people are like, I don't know, I don't want, I don't want to walk into a room where I don't know anybody. And I get it. One of the amazing things that COVID has done is they've created, out of necessity, virtual quilt shows. I attended... Virtual quilt festival in this past spring I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna lay it all out there for you. I'm gonna be straight. Is it as cool as real quilt festival? No it's just it's just not. There's an energy, there's a vibe. there's a thing about traveling somewhere and being in a room full of other people and and feeling other people's energy that it's just not there. Okay, but you can in a virtual trunk show or a virtual quilt show, rather, you can take lectures, you can take workshops, you can view the quilt gallery. Again, the quilt gallery, I think, is is something that is a little bit missing in the virtual versions. Yes, you'll be able to see all these amazing quilts and they're spectacular, but there's kind of nothing like standing right in front of a real quilt, you know, it's just different it hits different if you will um, but virtual quilt shows are a thing so if you maybe want to get your your feet wet um, at a more intimate on a more intimate scale from the comfort of your home look up a virtual quilt show I think you might be really pleasantly surprised okay guys. You have just finished another episode of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Stop scrolling and start sewing.